0: hey guys welcome back to another episode of bible prophecy for today my name is heather i'm your host let me tell you put your seatbelt on because i'm going to be jetting through some headlines relating to bible prophecy so what pfizer knew but didn't want the world to know are we living in the end days what uh do these perplexing world events tell us about the days that we are living in and what should we be preparing for so that short little uh, little overview right there um, is going to explain just a little bit of what I'm going to go through. But there's a lot going on. So Terry James posted an article called Discerning This Evil Day. I'm going to read a little bit out of that. And you can find that at RaptureReady.com. And of course, there's a lot more um, to go through. We have um, Leo Homan from leohoman.com. Uh, you know, I love Leo homan L-E-O-H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com. So it's hundreds of TV, radio, newspaper outlets profited from Biden's $1 billion, with a B as in boy $1 billion vaccine propaganda campaign. And he underscores media could be accessory uh, accessories to murder. And I would say, yeah, absolutely. And another thing I want to show you guys today um is okay this is um dr john campbell now i've been watching john dr john campbell um on youtube for quite a while now he took the jab but he you know he was totally uh behind the vaccines and of course he was recording um actual adverse events and that kind of stuff so he was looking at it from um, both sides perspective he was not biased he was looking at it from a scientific medical perspective like you're supposed to like you know like we did in the olden days um before the government started dictating to us what we could say and what we couldn't say uh what we could do and what we couldn't do and um you know grooming us into you know you're gonna do this and you're not gonna do that and you know you're gonna see things our way and not the biblical way so you know that kind of thing bringing us into this social china credit score you know that the antichrist will use to control the world here pretty soon so um so i was looking at this i was listening to him and so he combs through what data has been released um from the pfizer trial now you're going to want to listen to what he has to say because he's quite literally shocked dismayed and angry as we all should be but we're probably never going to hear about that because you know the blame stream i mean the mainstream media is one is to focus on the ukraine and russia war russia is invading ukraine putin is bad Zelensky is good now i don't know about you guys but the media has been lying to us for a very long time very very long time of course it all just kind of came to head in like you know 2020 that we all kind of like started thinking like wait a minute what's going on here we're being lied to but how long have they really been lying to us and deceiving us so what does the bible say about that bible has plenty to say jesus said how many times did jesus say be ye not deceived that was thrown out there for you king james only people (laughs) be ye not deceived jesus says do not be deceived in the end days all these things will be happening the apostasy of the church will be rampant here we have um charles stanley's son andy stanley paying acdc in led zeppelin in his church are you serious the apostasy of the church and i want to call out dr charles stanley i guess my dog does too wants to call out dr charles stanley for not calling out his son as an apostate you can't tell me that charles stanley has no idea what his son is doing he knows and apparently he approves of the apostasy that his son is doing And not only is he approved, he actually invites Andy onto his cruise ships to preach to these people on his cruises. So, that right there, pretty much in my book, disqualifies Charles Stanley as a pastor anymore. I used to listen to him. uh, You know, I had his little life principles Bible like 20 years ago. And, you know, I kind of stopped listening to him like 20 years ago or so. But, you know, I did a video on Andy Stanley and uh, led Zeppelin's stairway to heaven. I'm like, are you serious? But, folks, this is where we're at it's the health wealth blab it, grab it uh all of this insanity going on in the church and uh, if you haven't listened to um, pastor billy crone at getalifemedia.com getalifemedia.com i highly check you go uh, highly advise you go check him out he's got so many um like the wednesdays that he does bible studies on satanism witchcraft new age uh judaism anything you can think of is all in there seven day adventists is in there all of that stuff he talks about it all uh, now we're on voodoo and um, I can't remember the rest of it, but anyway, it's on this other, I mean, the demonic and everything that's going on right now. So go check it out. Your eyes are going to be open. You're going to be like, wow, this stuff is really going on. It is. And it's in the church, in the church, folks. Jesus said they will be among you, but they'll go out from you because they never real, were really of you. So, folks, this is all happening right now. If you take a look at what the churches are doing to stay relevant, the key word now is relevant. We got to be relevant. No, we need to be biblical. We need to stay biblical, but we're not. They're bringing in coffee shops and donuts and tattoo artists and all kinds of insanity. It's, It's literally insane. But the world said that we would be God would turn us over, turn those unbelievers over to a reprobate mind. That's what's happening. To do those things that are unseemly. And I tell you folks, the things that are going on in this world is um quite disturbing. But we're going to move on because I got a lot to cover. A lot to cover. So check this out. So Meyer, Bill Meyer defends Florida Education Bill. And he says, quote, maybe kids that young shouldn't be thinking about sex at all. Uh, yeah, I actually agree with Bill Maher. They really shouldn't. Do you guys don't know what these teachers, what these people are doing to your children in school? What they're doing, their transgenderism and all this stuff that they're, you know, indoctrinating kids with? They shouldn't be thinking about that. I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid, I had Hot Wheels and I was playing in the dirt. Man, I had my little Cabbage Patch dolls. Like, you know, nobody was thinking of, of of sex at the age of five. Like, seriously? So this was written on March 13th, 2020. It's on Infowars.com. You can check it out. Um, it says, HBO uh, late-night comedian Bill Maher defended the uh, Florida Republicans-backed parental rights in education bill, saying that there's a kernel of truth. Kindergarten through third grade, folks. Kindergarten through third grade students shouldn't even, shouldn't even be thinking about sex at all. He says, and I quote, I think it's only they're talking about kindergarten through third grade. So we're talking about very young kids who, as always, with this stuff, there's not like there's no kernel of truth and that maybe kids that young shouldn't be thinking about sex at all, Mars said on the Friday show real show real time. So uh, he goes on to say, let me increase his font a bit, and he says, um, it's not like you're not allowed to literally not say gay but they just don't want teachers talking about it and they think it's the province of parents. Duke professor and New York Times contributing opinion writer Frank Bruni pushed back saying the bill shouldn't be a top issue for Republicans and that drafting the bill reeks to me of something that happened on a few occasions and has been blown into something. No, folks, it's happening on an everyday occasion. He says, but Marr pointed out that like critical race theory, liberals have been, quote, disingenuous, unquote, about what they're teaching children in classrooms he goes, i don't know about that same thing with the race with the crt thing i feel like it's just disingenuous when the liberals say we just want to teach history marl noted it's not like you can't mention slavery they're talking about something else that is going on i don't know what is going on with the gender as much Marr then showed a cnn article claiming that florida education bill could lead to some students being outed to their parents The phrase struck me as odd, like outed to parents, like, shouldn't parents know everything anyway, Meyer asked, adding, I think in California, it's the school, it's the school has more of those rights than the parent. He continues, it's like, we need to protect the student from the parents with the school, he concluded. Bernie responded sarcastically, yeah, that's a political winner. Indeed, polling on this issue may explain why some Democrats such as Texas gubernatorial candidate Beto O'Rourke are beginning to turn against critical race theory and gender issues being taught in school. So here's Christopher R, uh, or Christopher Rufo, in a tweet, and he says, "Beto O'Rourke becomes the first prominent Democrat to flip against critical race theory." He says, "I don't think CRT should be taught in our schools." Well, looky there! Wow. wow. But no, it should not be taught in our schools. We shouldn't. Why are children in kindergarten being taught anything about sex? Are you kindergarten? Five years old, people. This is the world that we live in. All right. So we'll continue. So another thing is we've got going on. The DHS will target anyone who believes elections was stolen or who challenged Fauci's ever-changing COVID narrative. Oh, I'm sorry. COVID's still on the table. I thought it was all about the Russia-Ukraine war what yeah the cdc fda smoking gun of smoking guns this is from the canada free press this is the con and the crime that drove millions of lives and economies into ruin. this is in other words the millions and millions of quote covid cases unquote based on the pcr in use are all suspect yeah folks we'll get to that article so much is going on that you probably are not even aware of because, you know, it's all Russia, 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 Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. So, like I was stating before, why should we all of a sudden start believing what the news media is telling us? Oh, they turned over a new leaf and they're now just telling us all the truth. Yes, nothing but the truth, you guys. We just want you guys to know that Putin is bad, Zelensky is good, and, yeah, that's all you guys need to know. Yeah, don't don't worry about... You know, all the money that, you know, Zelensky in Ukraine had paid the Bidens and his son. Don't, don't, no, we'll sweep that million dollars under the rug. Don't worry about any of that. And don't worry about, you know, all the money laundering and everything that Obama and the Clintons have done in Ukraine. No, 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 we won't worry about that. Or Pelosi, all the money that she's funneled through Ukraine. No, 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 you guys don't need to know that. No, shh, shh, sh- that's not relevant. Yeah, folks don't let all this stuff slip your mind of what happened so recently Zelensky is not the good guy i'm just gonna tell you right now now another thing i wanted to throw out there okay now listen we all know that putin's bad everybody knows that putin is evil think about what he has like completely changed i think i said this on another program that i did he is not the same putin of like 10 years ago he is completely different his persona is different the way he looks is different uh the way he acts is completely different he's very aggressive And it really makes you think of Ezekiel 38 and 39 because God, G O D, is the one who puts the evil thoughts into the mind of Gog, G O G, which is the leader of Russia during the end days. He puts these evil thoughts in his mind and he devises this evil plan. And then God puts the hook in the jaw of Gog and he drags him down to Israel. And so, because they want to plunder Israel. For their loot and all the stuff that they have. But then you're like, huh, what does Israel have? Israel's got a lot. The Dead Sea is the most mineral rich place in the entire world. Do you know how much oil the Golan Heights has? And isn't it ironic that just recently Putin said to Israel that you don't own the Golan Heights? That's not yours, but technically it is. But you can see how all the things are leading up to this 38 ezekiel 38 and 39 war where all these countries and all these nations come against israel but you see how all this is lining up and it also says like you know there's the other countries that say oh are you coming down to to loot or to take booty from israel you know and they 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 talk a big talk and they uh they protest against it but they don't do anything to stop it So as we look at the world and what has just happened when russia has invaded ukraine the world talked a big talk we're gonna do sanctions we're gonna do this but did they have any teeth in it did they actually do anything no no they just kind of quietly protested with their sanctions but did they do anything to defend really defend ukraine no so what i'm working at around here also is You know we are not against the russian people we're not as the people of america as the people of other countries you know we are all not it's our governments it really doesn't have a whole lot to do with the people especially christians you know we i am praying for the ukrainian people i am praying for the russian people you know and uh, it's really not those people it's their government so if you think the ukrainian government is all good just go back and research hillary clinton Nancy Pelosi, all the Bidens, all and Obama, everything that they've done in Ukraine. And then come back and tell me that Ukraine is all good. Mm. The government of Ukraine, not the people. Yeah, we're talking about the governments, the leaders here. So we're not. And another thing you might not have known. OK, now I know I've said this before, Justin Trudeau is a graduate of Klaus Shaw, the World Economic Forum School, right? Well, guess who else? is a graduate of that same school Zelensky. absolutely so you need to really think about what is going on here and if you think the media has just turned this new leaf and started telling you the truth you're wrong you're wrong the bible says we need to be wise during these end times we need to be harmless as doves but wise as serpents that's what we need to be in these end times you need he said like in the book of daniel that there will be those among you that are wise and they will tell you what is going on they will show you what's happening in these days so we need to find wise teachers i listen to uh pastor jack hibbs of calvary chapel chino hills i listen to um tom hughes uh, of hope for our times. I listen to Pastor Billy Crone. I listen to Michelle Bachman. Uh, I listen to the guests that um, uh, Bill Solis, Terry James. You know, I listen to the guests that uh, Jamar Markell has on her radio program, uh, Don Perkins. So many great pastors and teachers out there preaching on the truth, preaching on eschatology or the end times prophecy of what's going on. These people are kind of like the shining light. I do believe that God has given them wisdom and so we need to heed them and listen to what they're having what they're telling us. And one thing I've noticed is they were all about this this vaccine is not really a vaccine. This is not a vaccine. And so we all knew that we listened to doctors, but all of a sudden, all that was cut out. Remember? That was cut out. We were censored. our YouTube channels were taken down. We couldn't preach the truth. We had to talk incognito. You know charlie vector 19 and you know, we all had to do the whole jab and like all of this stuff right we could not could not talk about the truth we were all being censored they're grooming us into what we can and cannot say so i mean think about it folks and i'm going to explain why here just shortly while they're doing all this but so i mean think about it can we really trust the media to tell us what's the truth that's going on in the world no we can't but the bible is the truth and if you read your bible every day trust me the holy spirit will guide you into all truth that's what he does that's what his job is that's what we're you know he was giving us one of his right the holy spirit that jesus gave us to us. he jesus said he will guide you into all truth so praise the lord for that so here's something on wnd that i saw this is the evil man behind the world's most dangerous man it's an exclusive, and it was written by Brent Smith, and he quotes Klaus Schwab's transhumanist advisor on the future of life. And this was posted on March the 11th at 2022. I'm going to skip down here towards the bottom, and he says, oh, let's see. So, Sustein, President Obama's regular regulatory czar, was and is a dangerous left, quote, thinker, more like schemer. He pins a book, Nudge, in 2008. You know, the first part of the infamous trio, Nudge, Shove, Shoot. I'm sure he's so proud that we are all well into the second phase. Hopefully, we never descend into the third. For this and other reasons, commentator Glenn Beck called Sustain the most dangerous man in America. Well, today, we're way past America and onto the globe. The World Economic Forum is seeing to that. Rather than just a desire to control the minds of Americans or even the Chinese, the WEF has designs on the world and no as Joe Biden has often said it's not hyperbole many conservatives have named a new most dangerous man and his name is Dr. Evil scratch that he's Klaus Schwab the executive chairman and founder of the WEF although he does look like Dr. Evil though you got to admit he says however he says he disagrees he says that Schwab is the most dangerous Behind the evil SOB is one is who is worse, he says. His name is Dr. Yuval Noah Harari, transhumanist and top advisor to O'Closs. He says Harari has taken Sustine's nudge principle and thrown it in the crapper. He says instead of simply nudging people's behavior into compliance, Harari thinks this is a much better idea data might enable human elitists to do something even more radical than just build digital dictatorships by hacking organisms elitists may gain the power to re-engineer the future of life itself so he goes on to say uh now who considers themselves the elites oh that's right the members of the world economic forum unless you think he is a sounding alarm he's not He's talking about natural evolution as he states that science is replacing evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. And in case there's any question where his head's at, he says, not intelligent design by some God above the clouds, you know, God, but our intelligent design. By the way, Harari said this in a speech in Davos. In 2018, World Economic Forum. And as he was saying, by our intelligent design, he was pointing at himself effectively, putting himself in the other world elitist above God. That's not at all worrisome. Huh. So, as I said at the beginning, behind every power in mad megalomaniac is at least one advisor drawing him a roadmap. And it's this about, and uh, he says, and it isn't this about the time where God, the real God says, okay, I've seen enough of you puny humans trying to replace me once again. Here's another cataclysm. So, so here we go. Says, And then of course he's got uh, another version of this as well that you can listen to um, on the WD exclusive Most Dangerous Man, the Man Behind the Scene. So you can go there and listen to that if you go to WND.com. So, I mean, guys, boy i never thought i'd be seeing all this like to me it's like ai don't know if it's like a dream or a nightmare i haven't really quite figured it out but i do know the ending the lord jesus comes to take us home so if you're not a christian i implore you right now to make that decision jesus says today is the day of salvation he says anybody who calls on the name of the lord will be saved no matter what you've done no matter how bad it is it doesn't matter jesus christ came to forgive you of your sins he came and he died on the cross so that you didn't have to go to hell, which is where we all deserve to go to hell. My pastor talked about that today. Uh, In church service this morning, he said, you know, he watched uh, Saddam Hussein hang, right? We thought, what an evil, what an evil sadistic man he was. And so we're like, yeah, I wanna watch him hang. He, you know, he deserves, you know, whatever. And so when he hung, after he died his feet, you know, quit twitching, he said, you know, sir, he broke down because we're talking about be peacemakers. So we are to be peacemakers. But you know, it broke his heart. Because we know that Saddam will live every second in torment, burning in hell. That's where he's going. That's where his life is at. If he he did not surrender his life to Christ and ask forgiveness, he is in hell for eternity. To be tormented every single second of every day, of every hour, of every minute. For eternity. So if you don't make your decision now while you still have breath in your lungs your decision is made you don't make your if you don't make your decision for christ you've already made your decision to deny christ and deny god's sacrificial son jesus christ who came and died on the cross to pay the penalty for our sin he took the punishment which was the wrath of god on the cross in our place because we deserved it so if you don't make that decision for christ you're making it against him so god didn't send anybody to hell. You send yourself to hell by rejecting his son and i know that may sound a little harsh you know right now but look at everything going on in the world today look around you do you honestly think that the bible is not true it is true it's the only truth in the world take a moment to read it take a moment to get you an apologetics bible look up all the questions that you have and you know better yet Go to gotquestions.org if you got a question is the bible true any question you possibly have you can type it into gotquestions.org and you're going to get a, a biblical doctrinally safe answer so if that if you got questions go to godquestions.org i'm serious these days that we live in right now the most important decision you will ever make is your eternal decision for jesus christ the gospel is the only thing that matters right now i do these headlines and i talk about all this stuff and i try to you know relate it to biblical prophecy because i want everybody to know the saving grace of the lord jesus christ while there's still time now are there going to be people saved during the great tribulation absolutely there will be people saved during the great tribulation but do you really want to go into the great tribulation no which reminds me if you are listening to me, you've been, and if you're just now tuning in, for the last nine, ten months, I've been telling people to go get food. <laughs> I've been saying this for a very long time. Because um, prices are going to go up. Well, prices have already increased 30% over like two weeks. It's 30%, guys. Look at the price of gas. We're paying more for gas than we ever have in the United States. Ever. Ever. And everything is going to increase in prices because it takes fuel to get all this stuff to your local grocery store not only that like i did a show i don't know like a month or two ago about the cost and fertilizer how much is it a youtube video on it too it's on the my youtube channel you have a rumble channel about the cost the price of price of fertilizer how farmers can't afford it and then this is way before but then russia invades ukraine and what does ukraine export the most of wheat and barley <laughs> What does Revelation talk about in the end times that there's going to be a shortage of wheat and barley? Things, these world elitists and all these things, they are saying exactly the words right out of there. Like, literally taking the words right out of the Bible. Like, it's, it's crazy. It is, it's, it's not really crazy we as Christians to be like, wow, you know, we're watching the Bible come to life on a daily basis it's like it's like living it's crazy well the Bible is a living and active Word of God but it's it's just you know I just I never thought I would see see these days I never thought I'd be living during these days but what are we as Christians to do we are to be proclaiming the good news the gospel of Jesus Christ while there is still time because one of these days Christ is gonna rapture us out of this world we're gonna be taken like that like in the blink of an eye we're gonna be gone boom taken out and then this world's going to be left and then all hell will break loose on this world when the first judgment is open when christ opens the first seal boom a quarter of the earth population will die will die famine pestilence diseases all this stuff earthquakes hailstorms. i mean guys it's going to be volcano it's going to be it's going to be the worst time in earth's history it's going to be like people men will faint for what is coming and die like just die standing there for what's the fear of what is coming upon the world do you really want to be here for that (laughs) well the great tribulation is the wrath of god being poured out on an unbelieving world and yet he is still merciful wanting people to get saved but do you want to go through that or would you rather bow your knee to christ right now accept him as your savior ask him to forgive you of your sins and then you'll be yanked out of here with all of us because we are not meant for god's wrath that's what jesus says so uh anyway so we're gonna go back here to this uh cdc fda smoking gun or smoking guns so this was written by john Rapaport, and it is in uh canada free press mm tell you what as soon as i get to talking my mouth gets all dry for some reason only when i'm on here all right let me click that up a little bit so quiz if an agency of the federal government revealed they had no basis for constructing a diagnostic test that was used on millions of people but the test was the cornerstone of a national lockdown and the lockdown drove the economy off a cliff and destroyed millions of lives however now that agency says they do have a basis for the test. Would you buy what they're selling? <laughs> if your answer is yes, you're in good company. The company I call blind, ignorant, denialist, hoaxing journalists. The CDC issued a document that bulges with devastating admissions. The release is titled 721 2021 Lab Alert Changes CDC RT PCR for SARS CoV 2 Testing. It begins explosively. Folks, I tell you what, I'm telling you, this is insanity. So, quote, after December 31st, 2021, the CDC will withdraw the request to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration for emergency use authorization. Wow, that just completely, that just completely took that off of my screen there. Oh, my goodness. I've never seen that happen before. Let me go back and see if I can pull that article up. That's like just wiped off. Are you kidding me? Let me go back and see if it'll pull it up that that was crazy like i was reading it and it was gone like i've never seen that happen before whoa okay maybe we'll come back to that uh if i can find that article again that that was shocking okay so let's go here then so hundreds of tv radio newspaper outlets profited by biden's one billion dollar vaccine propaganda campaign that's with a b folks billion with a b this is leohohman.com leohohman ncom so i don't know if i've talked about this yet or not i did another program and of course um i completely lost it so i don't know what is going on with the platform that i use um the company that i use to do my podcasting i'm not sure what's going on but uh it completely wiped that one out too it's happened several times and i'm like hmm but anyway, he underscores this and he says media could be accessories to murder so in response to a freedom of information act the u.s department of health and human services has revealed that it spent more than one billion dollars in taxpayer dollars to buy advertising promoting the COVID vaccines from news outlets and uh, nationwide the same out same media outlets which then provided favorable news coverage about the injections hmm, boy that doesn't sound at all um, hypocritical at all? Of course not. Now, among those who accepted the government cash were ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, and Newsmax. That ought to shock a few of y'all. Newsmax? Fox News? What? Uh-huh. So major newspapers taking the government's money included the New York Post, LA Times, and the Washington Post, as well as hundreds of smaller local newspapers and TV stations in practically every state. KFDA News Channel 10, sorry, was spilling off my local news there. We all know they took it. Of uh, the same news outlets collectively published thousands of articles and video segments regarding the vaccine that were universally promoted as safe and effective. Many of them refused letters to the editor or op-eds that provided an alternative perspective on the injections. Social media companies that accepted government ads were at the same time censoring the post of users who commented critically on the vaccines. Oh, isn't that the truth? I remember they were like removing people's posts. Like, you know, folks, talk about a dictatorship. Uh, The financial disclosures came as a result of an FOIA filed by the Blaze Media. Hundreds of news organizations were paid by the federal government to advertise the vaccines as part of a comprehensive media campaign. The Biden administration purchased the ads on TV, radio, and in print, and on social media to build vaccine confidence, timing this effort with the increasing availability of the vaccines, according to the Blaze. The legality of such advertising for a pharmaceutical product being administered only under emergency use authorization is highly suspect it's difficult if not impossible to provide unbiased informed consent as required by federal emergency use laws when these well i'm sorry when those targeted for the experimental treatments are being bombarded with one-sided advertisements promoting the product as basically a miraculous cure which we now know based on the Pfizer data dump was a complete lie. The FDA last week released 55,000 pages of data about the Pfizer clinical trials showing that these injections carried, listen to this guys, carried a mortality rate of up to 3% and many more suffered harmful side effects. This is data that the FDA and Pfizer wanted to keep hidden from the American public for 75 years but were forced by a federal judge to start making available this year the first installment of 55,000 pages was made public last Thursday March 3rd a 38 page report included in the documents featured an appendix list of adverse events events of special interest which lists 1,291 different adverse events following vaccination The list includes acute kidney injury, acute flaccid myelitis, anti-sperm antibody positive, brain stem embolism, brain stem thrombosis, cardiac arrest, cardiac failure, cardiac ventricular thrombosis, cardiogenic shock, central nervous system vasculitis, death neonatal, deep vein thrombosis, encephalitis, brain stem encephalitis hemorrhagic, frontal lobe epilepsy, foaming at the mouth, epileptic psychosis, facial paralysis, Fetal Distress Syndrome, Gastrointestinal Amyloidosis, Generalized Tonic Clonic Seizure, Hashimoto's enceph- Encephalus, oh my goodness, I can't even say these words, Encephalopathy, uh, hep- Hepatic Vascular Thrombosis, Herpes Zoster reactiv- Reactivation, Immune Mediated Hepatitis, interstitial Lung Disease, Jugular Vein Embolism, Juvenile Myoclonic Epilepsy, uh My goodness, liver injury, low birth weight, multi system inflammatory syndrome in children, myocarditis, neonatal seizure, pancreatitis, pneumonia, stillbirth, tachycardia, temporal lobe, epilepsy, testicular autoimmunity, thrombotic cerebral infarction, type 1 diabetes, mellitus, venous thrombosis, neonatal, invertebral artery thrombosis, among 1,246 other medical conditions following vaccination. Oh my goodness. Listen to Noami Wolf and former Wall Street insider Edward Dowd discuss the Pfizer data in a three-minute video below. So I'm gonna play this video, okay? And I'm also gonna play the video of uh Dr. John Campbell that I've been listening to, who's been very um uh very non-biased. He's strictly scientific. He's a doctor. He strictly just wants the data. But let's listen to this video Hear from the experts jumping ship cover up of Pfizer and data, uh, FDA jab death data. So check us out. Okay, let's go to Pfizer. So they surely knew, um, you know, even before the rollout
1: of the vaccine, from what you're describing, but certainly one, two, three, four months in, that there were uh, serious harms, damages, off the charts harms to people. Why would they keep going purely for?
0: commercial reasons, like with the housing bubble, but with human bodies as the collateral? Well, you know, they they have, it's again, it's the institution.
1: When, when the whole institution gets corrupted, and look, I'm not going to let the CEO off the hook. I mean, when you can make that kind of money, you're responsible for what happens underneath you. So no matter what happens, he's responsible. But, you know, um, the C-suite doesn't like to hear bad news, and sometimes the bad news doesn't filter up. You, I mean, this this does happen. And the momentum, you got to remember the momentum of all this um, just starts to take on a life of its own. And then they started, I think, getting excited. Well, if, if this gets mandated, because I did an analysis, if this gets mandated globally, right, and we have to do, they started doing the math in their head, they got greedy. Um, and we have to do quarterly injections. I mean, the math on this was if, if we did quarterly injections and got um you know four billion of the seven or five billion of the seven billion on the planet to get on the scheme of uh quarterly injections it was 350 billion in revenue to Pfizer the current revenue is 52 billion so this 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 is just good old-fashioned greed right, and right. power and they, and I think they thought they had a lock because the government was behind them and they just and it becomes this you know you know you're talking to the same people you're in a bubble Deep down, you know, something's off, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it may, you know, yeah, there'll be some re- adverse reactions and some deaths and maybe the data's not as good as we thought, but that, I don't, like, I think somewhere, uh, around this summer, early fall, they started to get horrified and, um, wow. you know, yeah, the, the, CFO of Pfizer, Lou DiMalio, uh, was a character from the, uh, the dot-com boom. Lou, Lou D'Amalio was at Lucent. He's the CFO of Lucent. Uh, During that uh, scandal, when the stock went down to fifty-six cents, somehow Lou became the CFO of Pfizer. Now Lou isn't is a CFO; he's the numbers guy. There's no accounting fraud at Pfizer. There's data fraud at Pfizer, but I think Lou, Lou, who's you know saw what was going on, he said, "I've seen this movie before, and I'm going to leave." He left in November. Wow! He he retired. Now I, I don't know what Lou knew, but. Lou knew something, and because if, if things were, if this was a great product and really did what it did, and we were going to, you know, mandate quarterly jabs and the world would go on, he would he would have been leaving so much money on the table, right? In in future stock options and grants, right, right. So so you know you don't retire if that's coming. I'm just right. saying. Yeah, yeah. Do you think Francis Collins stepped aside for a similar reason? Yeah, I, I I think I think he doesn't want to be around when this thing I, I, look. People, people are not dumb and he left because he, he knew this is gonna be a disaster. And, you know, you, you, you're starting to see all sorts of different movements going on. And, um, you know, you, you highlighted on Bannon, I watched it today, um, you highlighted on Bannon's show, you know, the memo went out. The memo went out, they're gonna run, they're gonna try to run away from this as fast as possible. And their next move is they're gonna to try to pivot th- and blame Trump for this. So that, that's next. I
0: would expect that ah yeah so you know trump's gonna try to play trump everything's trump's fault don't you know yeah um so yeah so here now i want to go to this is um dr john campbell and it may play a commercial but i'm gonna go ahead and click on it and see if it's gonna go ahead and play him but i really want you guys to listen to him i like to play the whole clip but i'm gonna play enough so that you will understand um, what is really going on with all the documents that have been released, and what it actually means.
2: Well, welcome to today's talk. It's Wednesday the 9th of March, and I've been asked for a long time to look into these Pfizer documents, and the Food and Drug Administration documents released as a result of the Freedom of Information request. And it's taken a while to work out what's going on here, but I'm not saying I'm there yet, but I'm going to show you what I've got. And it looks like in the first three months, there was 42,000 adverse events reported after the marketing of the Pfizer vaccine and 1,223 deaths. Now, this is just quite, quite alarming, really. So, so, let's look at this now. Now, this starts off, as far as I can tell here, public health and medical professionals for transparency. And this is a group that seem to be uh, wanting just that. They they want transparency, and there's a large uh, list of uh, prestigious, highly qualified uh, signatories on that group. Now, what seems to have happened is they've put in this uh, information or, or freedom of information uh, act request using the solicitors, and uh, these documents uh, are now in the public domain. They're all on this uh, on this website here. So i will put the link in so you can see all of these for yourself and a lot of these have just been released as a result of this freedom of information request itself. So that was the request. Uh, I'm not quite sure what that is. I think that's uh, that, that's an application to the court. But what is fairly clear is this, uh, the United States District Court for the Northern District of Texas. Um, and this is uh, the plaintiff, which I believe uh, is is the uh, the Public Health and Medicines Uh, Public Health and Medical uh, Professionals for Transparency Group uh, against the Food and Drug Administration. And the judge here has ordered the Food and Drug Administration rolling uh, productions of each due to the first business day of each month instead of every 30 days. Okay, that's administrative things. But the point is there, the FDA will produce uh, 10,000 pages from the first two productions. The FDA will produce 80,000 pages on or before the 2nd of May, 1st of June, and 1st of July. So it's ordering a huge amount of uh, data release. Now, the immediate question in my mind is, is why wasn't this data in the public domain already? Surely we want to know this information to make informed healthcare decisions. Anyway, this this group, the... um, this group here. If you click on their on their website, go into go into their website, and you can click on uh, Pfizer's documents there. That takes you through to this, and uh, the one I'm looking at here today is this one here: post marketing experience. And these are now all uh, fully uh, downloadable, uh, courtesy of of of. Uh, Courtesy of the courtesy of this site, they can all now be downloaded, which is great. And this is the one we want to look at particularly. So that's kind of the, the the convoluted story so far. Why has it been so difficult to get this information? Court orders. We're talking about a health issue here. This should surely this should have been public domain information from the start, so that we could have been well informed. Um, but let's look at it anyway. Um, so that's the group there. That's their link. Uh, freedom of information, all, all those things I've just shown you are all there and that's the core order. So you can actually download these for yourself and that's the list of downloadable documents which as we've said is, is is extensive. So what we're looking at here is this one. This is where most of this information is coming from and this was originally confidential to Pfizer before it had been released and it's quite an extensive document and i must say it's not a particularly easy read it's quite uh, quite difficult to make sense of what there's a lot of abbreviations and things they do give you a list of abbreviations that helps anyway uh, cumulative analysis of post-authorization adverse events reporting so this is putting together the analysis of the post-authorization this is post marketing after the emergency youth authorization of the pfizer vaccine as i say check on it for yourself so this is adverse events reporting and it's only a very early stage. <clears throat> it's only from the 1st of December 2020. And of course, the, the Pfizer wasn't approved. I don't think it was in the States till the 11th of December through to the 28th of February. So it's, it's three months uh, at most. Uh, so through to the 28th of February, a total of 42,086 cases reported. Some medically confirmed, others non-medically confirmed, but that's the data set this into working off 42,086 adverse events. Uh, it would have been good to know about this at the time, wouldn't it? Um, containing one hundred fifty-eight thousand different uh, events, so obviously some people having more than one event. Uh most cases were received from the United States uh 13,739 also from the united kingdom also from italy also from germany also from france also from portugal also from spain and uh from 53 other countries as well so um quite an impressive piece of post marketing data gathering really so obviously we want to take these we want to what we should do now really is take these numbers the uh the 1223 associated uh, fatalities and the 42,000 and a few um, associated adverse events and relate that to the number of vaccines given. But this is the part that deals with the, the vaccines given and it seems to me that this is redacted. Now if that is redacted, why on earth? would well, they want to redact that information? Because that means we could work out the percentages of people getting adverse reactions and the percentage of people dying due to vaccination, but we can't because we don't actually know how many vaccines were given out. Why would they want to redact that information? Why wouldn't we be able to access those percentages? Unless I'm wrong and that means something else, but I think it means redacted, do do, do let me know. Um, since the 11th of December, 2020, Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine has been available under emergency use authorization in the United States, which we're looking at as today's example. Now, this the final approval wasn't given until the 21st of August.
0: Now, you can catch uh, Dr. John Campbell on his YouTube channel, Dr. John Campbell. Uh, he has 2.28 million subscribers. I just want to jump on here really quick and throw that out there. As he is talking in this video, he has all the data on the screen and everything from the website right there in front of it. So it's not like he's pulling this stuff out of thin air and just giving you a load of crap, kind of like Pfizer did to the rest of the world. No, this is the data straight from Pfizer and he is showing it on his screen. I just wanted to throw that on there. Let's continue with uh, his, uh, commentation.
2: And at that point, uh, Janet Woodcock, uh, Dr. Janet Woodcock, acting FDA commissioner, uh, said this, and this is on this is on that site there. Check it out. It's, I've, I've, this is as reference based as I can make it. While millions of people have already safely. Receive COVID-19 vaccine we recognize that for some time the FDA approval of a vaccine uh, may now install additional confidence to get vaccinated so in other words this is the move from um, emergency use approval to formal approval now she's saying safely here but at this time at this time my understanding is she would have had access to this document so how how would you say it's safe when when this document is indicating uh there's, there's been 1223 associated deaths that's that bit there with the redacted bit in um, you, you can download this you can get your own pdf version of this packed full of use very very uh, useful information but as i say not that easy to access personally for me it took quite a bit of effort to to get into it uh, today's milestone this is this is talking on the 21st of August uh, put us one step closer to talking the course of this pandemic in the United States Congress to Janet Woodcock so 21st of August and remember that this data that we're looking at here uh, that this data here uh, it only goes through to the was, the, when was it was at the end at the end of February wasn't it 28th of February so well, did she have access to this data then if so how can she say it's uh, safely let me know if you understand that because it doesn't make too much sense to me so um mo- mo- moving on from from this statement here from uh, dr woodcock about the safety of the the safety of the vaccines that have been received by millions of people let's move on to the adverse event, events reported as of the 28th of february so that's uh, march april may june july or well, basically six months before, and of course the data in, in between times. Um, I don't think that's been released yet. It's going to be released as we saw on this rolling basis. Um, anyway, um, so information that was presumably available. Uh, this is in the information that was available to to those who were allowed to see it at the end of February, we believe. Uh, that contains the greatest number. So these these are greater than uh, two, equal or greater than two percent of events. Uh, where general disorders and administrative site conditions, they accumulated uh, fifty one thousand adverse reactions so adverse events. There, I think that's adverse events. Nervous system disorders. Uh, so these these are uh, vaccines that have been safely administered. Were associated with twenty five thousand nine hundred and fifty seven nervous system disorders. These vaccines that have been safely administered according to the the FDA statement there uh, were associated with 17,283 musculoskeletal events. These vaccines that have been safely administered were associated with 14,096 gastrointestinal disorders. These vaccines that have been safely administered, I could go on couldn't they? You can read the numbers there, skin 8,400, respiratory thoracic mediastinal. the mediastinov is the bit in the middle there between the lungs, 8,884, infections and infestations, 4,610. 4, um, sometimes I read these numbers wrong. So, so if I read the numbers wrong, the number that's written down is the correct one. So I just um, have difficulty reading numbers sometimes while making videos. So it's the number that's written down is accurate. I do check those. Um, injury poisoning and procedural complications, as well. that as well cardiovascular uh, this is adverse, of, uh, is adverse events of special interest a e s E-S-Is adverse events of special interest number of uh, number of cases because uh, of course we talked to kyle and adam and people about about adverse cardiac events or presumed <coughs> or associated adverse cardiac events number of cases 1403 3.3% of the total post-marketing adverse events data set. Not 3.3% of people that had the vaccine, 3.3% of the adverse events dating set. And that is all available there. Um, obviously, you can't see it on your, on your phone or your screen, but if you download it, all the information there. All broken down really quite uh, nicely about the adverse events of special interest
0: so this is the first set of data that was released from Pfizer. And as you can tell, safely administered has a different meaning to Pfizer than what it would mean to the rest of the world or to the people receiving these jabs. Now, if you knew that that many people died during the first three months of getting, that's just the first three months. This is the trial phase. If you knew that many people died of getting that so would you risk your life or your children's life to go get that vaccine i don't think so i don't think so rob we're looking at it right now to me so what technically what he's saying is so what they've done was they redacted the amount of people that they had given the vaccine to and then so therefore you from the adverse reactions and the deaths and all this stuff you can't really figure out what the percentage was because they redacted how many people at that point in time had received the vaccine. So you can't really come up with the percentage. Like you can, like of all the people who had COVID in your community versus how many died, you can come up with the the death percentage, right? But what they've done is they redacted that information which I think the judge should order them uh, to give that uh, information out. But he goes on to say um. You know, how is this possible? How could this happen? How was this not made public? Well, what do you think the rest of the world that we were shut down were trying to say? We were trying to get the truth out. We were trying to tell people. We were trying to the frontline doctors were trying to Dr. Peter McCullough. There were so many doctors trying to get the truth out. But they were suppressed, they were shut down, they were threatened. with. their Some of them did lose their license because they wanted to save their patients. But no, you can't use any other therapeutics but the vaccine. Now look, the vaccine is killing people. It is still killing people. It's murder. I've been saying it for months. It's murder. And why aren't people outraged? Hey, now the truth is coming out. Finally, but all of us who are anti-vaxxers, we look like we're anti-vaxxers. Well, now who looks like a jackass? (laughs) Really? That's what they're saying. They took this and they drove a wedge between everybody. So now you have, remember, it was the mask wearers against the non-mask wearers. Remember? Then it was the vaccinated against the non-vaccinated. Now, People for Putin against people for Ukraine. It's all about division. It's all about dividing you. Nations will rise against nation. Peoples will rise against people. Ethnos against ethnos. It's what the Bible says will happen in the end of times. The love of many will grow cold. What do you think is happening right now? It's happening right now. I'm telling you guys. So there's, uh, you can go to the Canada Free Press. Let me see if I can pull. Oh, I had to go. I went back to OliveTreeViews.org to pull that back up again to see if I can bring it up again. Let me see if it won't cut out on me. Okay, so this. Okay, we're back on that article. And uh, let me see here. This was written by. I can go back up here. I yes, John Rapaport. Canada free pass, the CDC, FDA smoking gun of smoking guns. And that's what it's a little bit more of what he was talking about that too. After December 31st, 2021, CDC will withdraw the request to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration for emergency use authorization. See, it did it again. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Will, okay. So, uh, of the CDC 2019 novel coronavirus or the 2019 NCOV real-time RT-PCR diagnostic panel, The essay first introduced in February 2020 for detection of the SARS-CoV-2 only. CDC is providing this advanced notice for clinical laboratories to have adequate time to select and implement one of the many FDA authorized alternatives. Many people believe this means the CDC is giving up on the PCR test as a means of detecting the virus. The CDC isn't saying that at all. They're saying the PCR technology will continue to be used, but they're replacing what the test is looking for, with a better reference sample, a better marker, a better target, a better piece of RNA supposedly derived from SARS-CoV-2. CDC, FDA are confessing there has been a problem with the PCR test, which has been used to detect the virus starting in February of 2020, right up until this very minute. In other words, the millions and millions of COVID cases based on the PCR test in use are all suspect. Actually, that statement is too generous. Every test result of every PCR test should be thrown out. Do you remember the scientists who came up with and developed PCR testing even said, This is not what this test is used for. This test should not be able to tell you if you have this. It shouldn't be able to tell you this is what you, you know what I mean? Even he said that. But no, the world doesn't listen to people like him. No, you science denier. Really? invented the test. Oh, people. This is the world that we live in. Does not make sense? None of this makes sense. So what else do we got? So, We've got, as if you guys know, I love Leo Holman. So anyway, he's talking about, so here here we are. So the so-called expert like Weiss House Chief Medical Advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci, and other academics were continuously interviewed on government-funded news segments promoting vaccination as the only way to combat the pandemic. Remember that, guys? Remember? Now the truth is out. They were paid to do all this. Paid. This is back to uh, Leo Holman's article. It says the Biden administration engaged in a massive campaign to educate the public and promote vaccination as the only way to prevent serious illness or death from COVID-19. Well, now we all know the truth, or you will be learning the truth if you don't watch mainstream media about the war going on in Ukraine and Russia. And that's all they're telling you 24-7, feeding you what they want you to eat, pretty much. To consume, to live every second. That's what they're telling you. You got to get out and look for the truth for yourself. So Dr. Robert Malone cites evidence that the fully vaccinated were actually more likely to be hospitalized and even die from the Omicron variant. What's happening? That right there is happening right now. Dr. Robert says Congress appropriated $1 billion in fiscal year 2021 for the Secretary of Health to spend on activities to strengthen vaccine confidence in the united states federal law authorizes hhs to act through the u.s centers for disease control and prevention and other agencies to award contracts to public and private entities to carry out a national evidence-based campaign to increase awareness and knowledge of the safety and effectiveness of vaccines for the prevention and control of diseases combat misinformation about vaccines and disseminate scientific and evidence-based vaccine related information with the goal of increasing rates of vaccination across all ages to reduce and eliminate vaccine preventable deaths unquote but this campaign was anything but evidence-based it was pure propaganda meant to deceive from mid-december 2020 through february 18 2022 the u.s government's database the vaccine adverse uh, events reporting system bears has received reports of adverse events including 24,402 deaths following COVID vaccination. Additionally, there have been 4,021 cases of myocarditis and pericarditis in the U.S. with 2,000 475 cases associated with Pfizer, 1,364 cases with Moderna, and 171 cases with J&J's COVID vaccine. These include 643 reports of myocarditis and pericarditis in children ages 12 to 17. Remember when they were saying J&J was causing blood clots and causing all this, and it was all J&J and Johnson and Johnson Oh, well, look, right here shows you, the adverse reactions from the Johnson & Johnson were only 171 compared to the thousands of Moderna and Pfizer. Hmm, wonder what that's all about. Uh, and the VARES numbers only represent about, now listen to this, guys. And this is the truth. Doctors have told us this. I mean, they even stopped counting. Remember, they even stopped taking that. Oh, we're not taking the data on that anymore. But listen to this. And VARES numbers only represent between 1% in 10% of the actual adverse events because the vast majority of such incidents go unreported according to a Harvard University study on bears quote it would be criminal to expose infants and young children to this extremely risky product, said Holland. Vare's data shows the catastrophic health impacts the vaccine is having on millions of people. Yet Pfizer and other vaccine makers are raking in billions of dollars with no fear of being held accountable for injuries and deaths from their vaccines. It is becoming clear that the biggest purveyor of misinformation about the COVID vaccines was not those accused of being conspiracy theorists, but the U.S. government and its private corporate partners in the mainstream media. Now those same guilty partners, or I'm sorry, those same guilty parties in the media have taken a hard pivot away from COVID hysteria towards nonstop Russia-Ukraine war coverage that's no coincidence gee where did where did COVID go where where did COVID go oh my gosh what no those poor ukrainians oh my gosh those poor ukrainians which that's true the ukrainian people that is sad and we're we are praying for the ukrainian people i'm praying for the russian people as well but you see what they've done now i don't know nobody really knows the truth nobody really knows the truth but i'll tell you one thing if the media is telling me that you know ukraine is not at fault it's all putin i don't believe them i do not believe the mainstream media i don't believe them so it's very highly suspect i don't know who to believe i do believe the bible and that that is what i will base my my truth on is the bible so representative chip roy demands the cdc release covid data and of course that here is talking about um uh, the he wants it he goes i want to talk about crimes against humanity the cdc corona data time for transparency the same folks who lied to you about covid and covid vaccines are now instructing you on how to think about the war in europe how does that make you feel That was Leo Holman from leohoman.com. Go show Leo some love, folks. Go show him some love. So, so much going on in the world today. I'm telling you, I've been rambling for an hour, but there is just so much happening. If you guys have not watched Jan's latest program, get out there and take a listen to the best Bible prophecy. She's also got a roundtable with Amir Sarfati, Jan Markle and Pastor Barry Stagner. That was posted. Uh, today that was today at ten fifty one a.m. Go check that out. The CDC and the FDA—that's on there as well. Talking about the smoking guns. Another one was her Friday program was the end game, the mountains of Israel, and so you guys should really check that out. She talks to Michelle Bachman and Pastor Barry Stagner. Russia's attacking Ukraine because of a weak America. And because she may be gearing up to strike the mountains of Israel in the Gog Magog War of Ezekiel 38 and 39. such so this massive global instability tells us the world is longing for a leader and his title is Antichrist. So that and more on Jan's program. Go check that out tomorrow night. I will be out of town. I work out of town now during the week. So I don't have a whole lot of time to post. That's probably why, you know, I'm down to Sundays. I try to get everything in on a Sunday. Maybe sometimes a Saturday, but I will be, I stay, you know, in a hotel a few nights a week. And so what I want to do tomorrow not, if everything works out uh, as planned, I want to air um, uh, Pastor Billy Crone's um, Russia-Ukraine sermon from today. Um, and if you don't want to wait that long, you can check him out on Facebook as Billy Crone, C-R-O-N-E. Uh, you can catch him on uh, his YouTube channel. I do believe it was on YouTube. Don't know how long it'll be up there but if it's taken down from youtube you can go to facebook watch his facebook live it's taken down from there you can watch him on rumble so it's got several different ways to watch him and it will eventually be posted on getalifemedia.com getalifemedia.com and you can check it out there as well but if everything goes well i will try to play that in its entirety um tomorrow um uh tomorrow evening and so Pastor Billy Cron is a wonderful, wonderful man of God. I absolutely love him. He's got great insight. He's a wonderful pastor. Um, he doesn't uh he doesn't copyright any of his material. So I usually get it uh live stream, or, or not live stream, but I stream it on Vimeo and some other platforms. But like he says, he goes, I don't copyright it. He goes, make as many copies as you possibly can. Just get the gospel and the truth out. So Um, anyway he's a wonderful watchman on the wall so you know goes go out there find you some good pastors um you can check out my website at bible prophecy the number four today.com and i've got a whole lot of um biblically doctrinally sound pastors and teachers listed on there with their websites and youtube channels you can go listen to um uh pastor um Um, Oh my goodness, what's his name? Oh, Spencer Smith, brother Spencer Smith. He's a pastor too, but I mean uh, Brother Spencer Smith has a wonderful YouTube channel. Um, He's a missionary. Go check him out. He will tell you the truth Um, Wonderful, wonderful documentaries on what is going on in the world today about music, rock and roll, hill song, hell song (laughs) You know all that good stuff and what's I mean what's going on in the churches today. Um, Oh, john holler go go It's um i think it's fellowship bible chapel i think that's what it is anyways john holler and he's got a youtube channel go check him out he's talking some good stuff today too but anyway with that i've got to get off of here guys i've been talking for over an hour Whew. nobody ever listens that long but anyway i'm it up in segments or something but um anyway with that try to get the truth out just just know that jesus christ loves you and he came and he died on the cross so that you would not have to experience hell that you would not have to experience the wrath of god because if you've told one lie you stolen one thing any sin that you've ever committed automatically separates you from god and so boom just like that so anyway jesus came he lived the perfect sinless life he was all god all man okay and um you know, he died on the cross as a sacrifice our sacrifice atonement for our sin he took the wrath and punishment of god so that we would not have to he died three days later god raised him from the dead and he ascended to heaven and he now sits on the right hand of the throne of god because it is finished he finished it for us so the bible says that even though we're here we are literally seated in heavenly places with christ So think about that. This is not our home. We are merely walking through. This is like a vapor. We're not here for long. And so the good news is John 14. Jesus says, in my father's house are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you. He says, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. I'm looking forward to the mansion that jesus has prepared for me i don't know about you but man can you imagine what it's going to be like man if you look at the world's beauty and what god has created what jesus has created here can you imagine what he's got created for us there Woo wee he's going to come and rapture us and take us home man i cannot wait but until then we have a job to do we are here to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ until he calls us home, whether that be death or that be the rapture, either one. We're here to proclaim Jesus Christ and the good news, what he's done for me, he can do for you. Don't wait another moment, folks. Don't wait another moment. This world is so volatile. Things are happening so fast. If you're not right with God, I would not wait. I would not wait. There's nothing that you have done in your past or anything that Christ will not forgive you for. Don't let anybody tell you anything any different. I don't care how disgusting, how vile, how whatever. It doesn't matter how many people you murdered or whatever, whatever. It does not matter. Christ died for your sin. Remember, there's nothing his blood will not cover. There's nothing his blood will not atone for admit you're a sinner ask jesus christ to forgive you ask him to be the lord of your life and he will i'm going to end with that so get in the word of god let the word of god get into you